Time does not pay. The third time. The third time. And all he gets is a scratch. Well, I couldn't help it. It's, it's tough shooting in a bad light. Goofy, stop with them peanuts. Lay off, will you? Can I help it if I like peanuts? What you gonna do, Ron? Try for him again? After. After what? After we move in on the vegetable markets. Are you sick or something? Always the markets. Nelson's got those sewed up. And I'm taking over. In the interest of good citizenship and law enforcement, we present Crime Does Not Pay, based on the famous Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer series of short subjects. In just a moment, you will hear They Gotta Have What to Eat, starring Horace McMahon. Does Not Pay, starring Horace McMahon as Ron Reynolds in They Gotta Have What to Eat. Every city of any size has its produce markets. There, the small hours of the morning are made bright as day by the naked light bulbs casting their glare over the mounds of vegetables, the piled-up baskets of many-colored fruit. Trucks grind their gears, backing and filing into position so that the rich produce of the nearby truck farms can spill over the tailboards onto the crowded sidewalks. Men in white coats, pencils in their hatbands, rush through the disorder, their voices clamoring against the roar of the truck engines. Other men find their ways amid the baskets and the bright pyramids of eatables to make their choices, order the beans, the carrots, the grapefruit, the apples, all the things they'll offer you at the neighborhood stores after the sun comes up. And some men, like Ron Reynolds and Goofy Mason, lurk in the shadows just beyond the bustle and rush. Waiting. Waiting. There's Nelson over there. Right under the sign says Lanzio. I see him. Goofy, cut out the peanuts. You make me nervous. Oh, Ronnie, peanuts never hurt nobody. They're too noisy. I'd eat the solly kind. Because I like to crack the shells. <laughs> That's all. Quick. Back in the alley. They're coming. Yeah. yeah. Dum-dum with him? Does Johnny Nelson go any place without dum-dum? Is he crazy? You ready? Mm. Safety's off the old piece, if that's what you mean. Okay. Now, like I told you, we only got one chance. As they go by the entrance to the alley, and don't miss. You betcha. Back. Here they are. Johnny Nelson's last collection in the vegetable racket was made tonight. Shoot, Goofy. Shoot. I got him. I got him. Nelson, you got him. Scram, Goofy. Scram. One more run. Just one. Oh, I missed them. Nuts. No, Goofy. This way. The car's over here. Yeah. I, I almost forgot. Forget everything if I didn't play nursemaid. Everything except peanuts. I got Nelson for you, didn't I? What, what's the beat? Sure. Okay. You got Nelson. And Miss Dum Dum. Don't worry. We'll take care of him. Without his boss, easy. He got no brains, none at all. Check. Well, any way you look at it, tomorrow night, 
Ron Reynolds takes over the vegetable racket in this town. Goofy, come in here. You call me, boss? Yeah, I called you. You see the paper, Halfwit? Huh? Why, uh, our name's there? <laughs> Police are investigating, but admit they have few leads. That's the end of the story. So? What do you saw about? The beginning. Here. Market shooting brings racket war and open. In the early hours of this morning, John Nelson, well-known operator... Get that. Operator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ...was shot near the downtown produce market. Nelson, who received only a flesh wound in his shoulder... I don't believe it. ...while admitting this is the third attack upon him in recent weeks, told reporters he had no idea who fired on him from an alley near the market. It's a trick. It's a trick. The cops are pulling the trick. I killed him dead. Flesh wound in the shoulder. You missed. Again. Yeah. Uh, look, Ron, maybe next time. Maybe next time I ought to use a rifle, huh? The third time. The third time. And all he gets is a scratch. I couldn't help it. It's tough shooting in a bad light. Goofy, will you stop with them peanuts? Will you lay off? Well, can I help if I like peanuts? Well, what you gonna do, Ron? Try for him again? After. Uh, after what? After we move in on the vegetable markets. Are you sick or something? Always the markets. Nelson's got those sewed up. And I'm taking over. But there's other rackets. But not so steady. Can't I get it through your thick skull? The markets are always there. Always. And a few pennies up on the cost. The suckers what buy don't mind. They can't mind. They can't quit buying. On account of they gotta have what to eat. You, uh, Lanzio? Yes, sir, Lanzio, Lanzio Company. Finest, freshest fruit and vegetables in the whole market. Okay. Uh, my card. Huh? And, uh, this is my assistant, Mr. Mason. Hiya, Lanzio. Oh. Oh. Is that all? Race Protective Association Satisfaction Guaranteed. Ron Reynolds, General Manager. We're ready, Lanzio, to protect you against everything and everyone. Get me? Oh, uh, I already belong. Not to me. Not yet, you don't. I belong with Mr. Nelson. I belong. Maybe you better join with me, too. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you better. Already it costs too much. No more than trouble will cost. What do you care? You'll just jack the price a couple of cents. The retailers will jack theirs a couple of cents. Won't cost you nothing. Only the uh, consumers. Look, young man, I told you once, I belong to Mr. Nelson. I pay him. I'm not joined with nobody else. Now go, out, quick. Uh, Ron, you want I should maybe... Not now, Goofy, maybe later. For now, we'll just drop across the street to see Mr. Ellis. Good day, Mr. Lanzio. No good hoodlums, summer day, honest, pitiful to fix you good. Hey, what's the idea, boss? Why don't you let me give him a sample of what he gets? We're not ready for that yet. First, we grab off a couple of his competitors, see? Then, when things begin to happen to Lanzio and his competitors are left alone, he'll come around. It's easy. Like that. Nice place this Ellis has. Yeah, yeah, but where is he? I don't see nobody. Back there. 
At the phone. Oh, yeah. Yes, gentlemen. You, uh, Ellis? I am. Ah, don't bother with the card routine. You're Reynolds, I know. That's so. You get around. Just by telephone. My friend Vincent Lanzio across the street. Oh, you're a wise guy. Hold it, Kofi. What Lanzio tell you, Ellis? About you? And I'm telling you I work with Nelson, see? So you're wasting your time. Think so, do you? I know so. Now, look, son, Nelson has this market in his back pocket. Why don't you peddle your protection someplace else? I like it here. The fruit smells so fresh. Ah, just a country boy at heart. I'd hate to see it go bad on you. Don't worry about that. Johnny Nelson will keep it fresh for me. That's what I pay him for. And take a tip, son. Scram. Lanzio's called Nelson and told him about you already. Hey, what's the big idea, you guys? Get out of the road. I gotta get this load to the market before it spoils. That's what you think, fella. Hey, hey, don't shoot. I won't do nothing. You're so right about that. Okay, Goofy, start dumping the load. What's the big idea? You said that before. Goofy, get going. Okay, boss, okay. Oh, brother. All that beautiful spinach. Wait till Allison Lanzio hear about this. Now you're catching on. You tell him, see? Tell him Ron Reynolds dumped your load. Maybe they'll get smart after all. <laughs> That says uh, Lanzio and Company on the door. Get the cap off the gas tank, Goofy. Check. Such a pretty truck. All red and yellow. Like squash and tomatoes. Shame to spoil it. Huh? Hey, I don't get it. You going soft or something? Me? Soft? Here goes. Straight from the beach. Finest sand available. Free for the taking and just perfect in the gas line of a truck. Oh, what that'll do to the fuel pump. <laughs> Goofy, dump in a few of your peanut shells just for good measure. All right, Lanzio, had enough? You're no good, you hoodlum. Listen to the man, Goofy, listen to him. His trucks get dumped. His engines get ruined with sand and the gasoline, and all he can do is call his names. Okay? What do you expect to do about it? Mr. Lanzio doesn't have to do anything. He pays me for protection, Reynolds. Holy jumping cats, Nelson. Surprised? Well, why should you be? Uh, Mr. Mason, meet your opposite number, Mr. Dum-Dum Brock. I'd just love to put one of his soft-nosed lead slugs in your belly. Wouldn't you, Dum-Dum? Yeah. And how, Chief? And how? Who are you all? Hold it, Goofy. Well, you're very quiet all of a sudden, Reynolds. When I got something to say... I'll talk. Okay. What do you got to say to this? Get out of this area. This is my territory. Go find yourself some penny-ante racket. Food is mine in this town. You get it? Yours, Nelson? Maybe up to now it's been yours. Take the gun, go. Check. Not in my Not in my Not in your life, Nelson. Let him have it, Goofy. Stay away from here, Reynolds. Next time we'll shoot first and talk afterwards. I, I think I nicked Dum-Dum. Not Nelson. Not Johnny Nelson. A louse has a charm life. But there's got to be a way to get that guy. There's got to. 
Just let me get him alone sometime. In just a moment, Crime Does Not Pay will continue with They Gotta Have What to Eat. Continue with Crime Does Not Pay, starring Horace McMahon as Ron Reynolds in They Gotta Have What to Eat. Ron and Goofy bided their time and nursed their hurt dignity. A would be racketeer cannot run from an opponent before witnesses and save face. So Ron and Goofy waited, waited for the break that would give them Johnny Nelson alone. With Nelson out of the way, the food rackets could be Ron's. Several weeks passed. Everything seemed quiet. Nelson continued to collect his protection fees. Fees which were paid for, in the end, by the people who bought the food Nelson had taxed at the wholesale source. And then, Ron recognized the opportunity when it came. Here it is, Goofy. Here it is. Here's what? A chance at Nelson? But death. Look here, in that paper. Hmm? Hmm. Ooh, look at the doll. <laughs> How does Floppy as Nelson rate a babe like that? He's got the dough, Goofy. If you had his kind of dough, you could get him too. Eh, I can get him right now. Like this one? Hmm? Well, maybe not exactly like that one, but, uh, hmm. Let's see what it says here. Caught by a photog at the Club Arno last night. Well-to-do produce operator John Nelson with Miss Jill Avery, hmm. whom he has been escorting recently. <laughs> Get that? Whom he has been escorting recently. <laughs> so, so what? Does it do us any good? Could be. Hmm? How? That picture is important, Goofy, for a lot of reasons. For instance? One. How many times have you seen Nelson's mug in the papers? Oh, I don't know. Once or twice, maybe? Usually with his hat over his puss, okay? Here he is, big as life, grinning at the camera. So, okay. Johnny Nelson is getting careless. Things are easy, he thinks. Maybe too easy. Go on. Dum-dum in that picture? Hmm? Nah. He wouldn't take dum-dum to a classy joint like that. Right. Which might give us an opening, too. And finally, the dame. She's not looking at Nelson, but she's mighty interested in something or somebody on the other side of the room. See her eyes? Yeah, so what? Jill Avery has a roving eye, Goofy. I think the first step is getting it to rove in my direction. Pardon me, but uh, you're Jill Avery, aren't you? And uh, what if I am? I'm uh, Ron Reynolds, Miss Avery. I've been hoping to meet you for a long time. May I sit down? So you're Reynolds. Yes. Yes, sit down, Mr. Reynolds. Thank you. You uh, sound surprised. I am. You're not at all as Johnny described you. That's so. How did he describe you? 
Well, Mr. Reynolds, he didn't exactly describe you. But the impression I had was that you were just another, uh, shall we say, operator with a gun in one hand and a blackjack in the other. So, you're surprised. And, uh, rather pleasantly. May I say I'm surprised, too? Pleasantly, I hope. Well, perhaps. I didn't think Johnny Nelson left his, uh, valuables without proper protection. <laughs> I understand what you're driving at, Mr. Reynolds. But you don't see any ownership labels on me, do you? Now, that sounds as if you were a bit peeved with my friend John. A bit? When your date gets a phone call and just walks away from you, wouldn't you be peeved if you were a girl? Particularly if I were a beautiful girl. <laughs> oh, you turned that very nicely, Mr. Reynolds. You said you've been wanting to meet me. Why? I've seen your pictures. I've seen you. Isn't that enough? You know, I like the way you talk, Mr. Reynolds. Go on. Go on as long as you want to. I like you, Ronnie. You're way up on my list, too. <laughs> Funny, though. The way we met? No. The two guys in your life. Ronnie and John. And if they ever met in my place... Uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe we ought to meet. Ron, you are crazy. I mean it, Jill. Why should Johnny and I be enemies? we got together, we could run this town. How about it, honey? You start the deal. You might even get a cut of the take yourself. Yeah. Why not? After all, a girl's best friend is her bank account. Uh, Dum-Dum's alone, all right. Yeah, there he is. How'd you know, boss? The one I said I have in common with Nelson has Nelson on the string tonight. Huh? You got something in common with Nelson? Cherche the femme, Goofy. Remember little Jill? Uh-oh. Here we go. Okay, Dum-Dum. This is it. Uh, Reynolds, don't try nothing. You won't get away with it. Won't I? <laughs> Show him, Goofy. And this time... Don't mess. No, don't! And that is that. Drag his body into the alley. Quick. Then meet me. You know where. Ron. Oh, Ron, I'm sorry I'm late. I had an awful time with Johnny. Why? What happened? Oh, he's jealous and suspicious. And when I talked to him about you, he, well, he drew conclusions. Now, how would he figure I was getting close to you? He couldn't know. We'd been too careful. But he wondered why I was so interested in getting both of you together and all. You sell him a bill of goods? Well, I got him to believe I was afraid he might get hurt again. But that's as far as I got. He's upset about Dum Dum, too. Why? Well, he hasn't heard from him in three hours. And this was collection night down the market. Ronnie... I don't think tonight's a good night for you to just walk in on him. There's no telling what he'll do. You leave that to me. Got the key, sweetie? Yes. Give. No, no, Ronnie, I won't. Give, baby. You want this trouble settled, don't you? You want your commission, don't you? Ronnie, I won't give you the key, but I'll open the door for you. 
Okay, baby. Suits me. This is the floor. Funny. Lights must have burned out. Which door, sugar? This one. Wait, I can hardly see. Wait a minute. Yeah, this is the key. Ron, you're sure this is the way you want to do it? Just walking on him like this? It's the only way, baby. Let's go. All right, then. Which room, Jill? Honey? Right across the living room. Right over there. Right. Goofy. Get there. What are you up there? I got a boss. Good. Now listen, Jill. One sound out of you, you'll get what Nelson's gonna get. Jump on the couch. She's too scared to bleed. Roger doesn't trust me. This is done. You'll be my girl. Come on, Goofy. You should have let me sap her, boss. Okay, Nelson. You got visitors. Yeah, visitors. Visitors. How'd you get in here? We had the key. You had the key? I'll beat that dame to death, so help me. You'll beat nobody. I got a proposition. Interested? With a gun in my face, can I help myself? You'll notify your association that I'm your representative while you're away. Then, uh, out of town. Are you crazy? Dum-Dum will handle you. Tell him, Goofy. <laughs> Dum-Dum's got a hole in his head. The back of his head, I put it there. Oh, you think you get everything under control, don't you, Randy? I know it. What's the answer to my proposition? The answer is, get out. Get out and don't try anything. Johnny, are you all right? Better than you'll be when I get my hands on you. Do you really think you'll ever get your hands on anybody, Nelson? And how? You're too smart to dump me, Reynolds. I've never seen a gun that had my number on it. And you know my boys will find you, even with dum-dum out of the way. It's all locked, Goofy. I don't want the Damon here. Lock. Get behind him. No, you don't. Yes, he does. You can't get From the back again, Goofy? Not Goofy. Me. And from the front. I want you to see the gun with your number on it. Hold his ears, Goofy. Check. Okay, steady, Goofy. See the pretty little pistol, Nelson? With the little round hole in the front of it? There's a little round bullet in the chamber, Nelson. And it's got your number carved on it. Now, Reynolds, you're nuts. Hold him, hold him, Goofy. Let him drop, Goofy. Right, boss. Now, let's get out of here. Place stinks from gunpowder. You lived too long. We tried too many times at long range. Are you coming with us, babe? Or are you staying you here? You monster! You crossed me! You killed Johnny! Shut up! Shut up! Get on your feet. We can't leave you here. Grab a go Get away! Shut up, kid! I do like I'm told. Let's go! Let's go! Come on! Go away, Reynolds! Don't reach! Don't move your hands! All right, check the place, boys. Did the woman call the police, miss? Yes, I called you. They killed Johnny Nelson and Dum Dum. Nelson's inside. Inside there. Jill, Jill, you're flying us. Shut up. It'll be all for now, Reynolds. You can speak your piece in court. Till then, keep your trap shut. I right, take him down to the squad car, men. 
looks of that bedroom, there's a job here for the morgue detail. Crime does not pay. Horace McMahon, who was starred as Ron Reynolds in They Gotta Have What to Eat, will be back with you in just a moment. Here in person is Horace McMahon. While it's true that the failure of men like the Prado Steelers in this story to get together and fight back gives racketeers and gangsters the chance to prey on our pocketbooks, it's also true that there's no excuse for men like Ron Reynolds. Reynolds shows the life he led of his own free will. In the end, he reached the point where he enjoyed violence for its own sake and killing for the sense of power it gave him. But in the end also, Reynolds learned, as they all learned, that he could not win forever. Reynolds found out, as they all find out, that crime does not pay. Thank you, Mr. McMahon. Crime Does Not Pay is written by Ira Marion and directed by Mark D. Lowe, with music composed and conducted by John Gart. Technical advisor is Burton B. Turkis. The events, characters, and names used in the story you've just heard are fictitious. Any similarity is purely coincidental. This is Bob Williams speaking. (laughs) 